welcome back to the Beautifully Built Show. I am your host, Melissa Impet. Seriously, thank you guys so much for showing up and hanging out with me because I have such a blast recording episodes and I've been getting awesome feedback from you all. You're all really enjoying it and it's creating an impact in your life and that's always my intention. So thanks so much for tuning in today. I have on this beautiful babe named Melissa Jean. This is actually her second appearance on the show. She came a few months ago and we chatted all about fitness, her love for fitness, and trying to balance it as a law school student. So I'm bringing Melissa back on the show today and I just love her for so many reasons but I think like the main reasons we really connect is a she loves Vans waffles just as much as I do and we're gonna have a whole conversation about that you guys know if you follow me on Instagram I love my Vans waffles they're just so freaking delicious and so does Melissa so of course that's why we bond I also just love how she shows up so unapologetically herself. Like you guys have got to follow her on Instagram. Her stories are absolutely hysterical because she just doesn't give a fuck. And she also uses the word fuck a lot too. And so do I. So maybe that's why we bond too. But she's also a badass in the gym. She loves training legs just as much as I do. And she's just all about inspiring people to get up off their ass, get to work towards whatever it is that they really are dreaming of. So super freaking pumped to invite back Melissa onto the show. So Melissa, thanks so much for coming on and joining us. Dude, yeah. Thank you so much for your sweet words. I'm super excited to be back here. And yeah, Vans, Power Grains, Waffles. Like every single day, every single bite, I almost cry because yes. they're just so good. They're so good. People are like, like yesterday I was at the gym here in San Diego. It's actually called The Gym. It's like one of the bodybuilding capitals. But this guy comes up to me and he's like, is your Instagram picture you eating a waffle? I'm like, hell yeah, it is. That's part of the reason why I watch your story all the time. I'm like, oh shit, she's eating a waffle. <laughs> so um, I like the power green ones, but I also like the original ones too. Do you ever, you are know, you just power I gotta, green? I got to tell you, I made a mistake once and I strayed from power greens and I bought the original and I'm sorry, but those things are trash. Okay. <laughs> They're like feathers. Like you could just, I feel like they're just so lightweight. I need a thick, dense power grain. All yeah, right. Those, so you guys, just so you know, we're talking about Vans waffles still, by the way, there's different <laughs> kinds, but um, yeah, the power grain waffle is like a lot thicker. It really oh, is. It has you got to like toast it twice. Substance. Yeah, you do. You got to get, get in there with the toaster. <laughs> <laughs> it's but literally the directions tell you to toast it twice. Like it's oh, so good. I've never yeah. actually read the box. I mean, what the first time I read it, I haven't read the box in a long time because now I know no. what I'm doing, but I'm pretty right. sure it says. Huh. And then they have gluten-free too. I like the blueberry. There's also apple cinnamon, but the, the power grain one has like the most protein for sure. Mm. So good. Yeah. And the carbs aren't too bad. And it's just literally, you just toss it in more. the toaster. Yep. See, <laughs> I've actually like, this is when you're living the life and you're trying to get those goals, I've actually eaten them partially frozen before because I was like, oh. in a rush and I had to get my carbs in. You are not alone. Like sometimes a chunk of it will fall off before I put it in the toaster. And I'm like, mm, I'm just going to eat that. <laughs> yes. oh, so you guys, we really don't have a plan for today's show. We're just going to kind of roll with it. But we, we both are so passionate about helping inspire you to work on building your body and your life. And it's just, you know, it's, it's really informational when you just hear about other people's lives. So that's why I really wanted to bring Melissa back on the show. Um, in our previous episode together, we talked about how she is currently like 
weeks or days away from finishing her degree at yeah. law school. So Literally tell us about week. that. How okay, is that? So, yeah. yeah, four weeks from today, I will be walking across the stage to receive my JD. And I'm super stoked. Like words cannot describe how excited I am to be done. Law school is, I'm not going to say it's miserable because like I definitely have had a good experience and I have nothing bad to say about the people I've met or the faculty or anything like that. But um, it's definitely a lot of work and I'm so excited to like, this is literally the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. Mm -hmm. So, and I also am someone who doesn't really celebrate I don't take time to celebrate like my accomplishments because I'd rather just like be quiet, like be like a little humble about it, you know, but I'm really going to try and take this day yeah. here in a month just for myself, you know yeah. what I mean? So yeah. I'm super excited just to be done. And honestly, like since the last time I was on the podcast, because the last time I was on here, I believe was over the summer before the semester started, mm-hmm. I have gone through a lot of anxiety and mental changes around my legal career. Um, and like, maybe we can get into that. Maybe not. But as soon as I started this semester, I, something changed, like something inside me was just wrong. It was just off. I developed like nearly crippling anxiety. I left the law school. I left class multiple times. And finally one day it just came down to the point where I went to urgent care because I literally thought I was having a heart attack. Mm, like how I, scary. And like the one thing that I knew was as a, as a trained um, athlete, your heart rate starts to decrease over time just because your body is becoming more efficient. And so my heart rate would get down to like 40s, 50s, just resting. Mm-hmm. And there was a period of like three or four weeks where I would just be sitting in a chair and it would be like 160. Plus. Oh and I was gosh. like, I could feel it like in my throat. And every time I was, I would take a deep breath, like I had chest pains and I was like, Oh my God, like this is a heart attack and I need to leave. I need to go. Like, I don't even know if I can drive myself. So I go to urgent care, have my best friend's mom meet me there. Cause she's a nurse. And I'm like, just a mess. Like I'm upset and everything. And they do EKGs and everything checks out. And it just turns out that that was a panic attack. Mm-hmm. And, um, I had never experienced anything that bad before. Mm. And I thought, you know, something just always felt off. Something always felt wrong. And if you as a listener, um, have anxiety, you can probably identify with that. Um, you can't really put it into words, but you just know how it feels. And there were times when I would, I would be laying in bed or standing in the shower, just terrified to move, like just, just so stuck. And I, and even though I knew I was safe and nothing was going to happen, it just feels like you're in fight or flight and it, sucks. And I remember thinking like, I'm never going to be normal again. Like I, I couldn't train because my heart, like I didn't want to send myself into cardiac arrest and then gym. really give yourself a heart attack. Yeah. And so I, was, I went through like a huge long talk with my coach. Um, and it didn't take me long to realize that I did not want to continue living like that. So I, that's actually when I started taking uh, CBD oil. Small yes. Plug. CBD um, oil. Plug, yeah. Plug, plug, yeah. Plug. That has been a lifesaver for sure. Um, And then I also started going to a therapist. Just, I think I've only been to her like a handful of times, like every other week or so. Um, But I think in my own head, as soon as I made the decision to be like, yo, fuck this, we're not doing this anymore. My body calmed down. I started, I realized I had to start sharing what I was feeling with other people because I live alone and that isolation was not doing me any favors. So what ended up happening was I made the decision to not take the bar exam 
And that's honestly the first time I've said that like publicly, only a handful of people know. And I'm not going to say like immediately, like as soon as I made that decision, but within a few days, my, I was completely fine. And I was like Mm -hmm. this whole time, because my love for fitness has grown throughout law school and it's, it's hard because, you know, you're in this rigorous, you know, doctorate program and the real world is telling you like, you know, you have to finish this. And this is like, so um, you know, supreme and recognized and you're going to be so successful. And every single time someone said that to me, it just like pushed me a little bit further toward that anxiety, that literal breakdown that I had to have to realize that I don't like I'm in law school and I don't want to be a lawyer. And a lot of people will frown upon that, but I have learned to push that away and like follow, you know, what I want to do. And that's basically, I want to continue working on my fitness stuff, my coaching stuff, and just grow that as much as I can, because there's a reason I feel that way, right? Like it's always been in the back of my mind. And, um, I mean, I did decide like, I I want the JD, I'm definitely going to finish, you know, I'm in my last semester, but I just get the picture. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That was just like a huge, uh, life lesson and development in the last few months. And I, I know now that like, I'm going to create the life that I want and I don't know how, but I'm going to do it. So I'm here to show you the journey if you're interested. And that's kind of where I'm at. I'm like so freaking proud of you for just like really truly listening to your heart because how much pressure, how much pressure, like the people say like, oh my gosh, you're throwing so much away, blah, 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 blah. And it's so hard not to get caught up in what everyone else thinks. And that's yeah. not what matters. What matters is your own heart and what lights you up. And, yes. and, and you're recognizing that it doesn't light you up and you're not letting anything get in your way. So damn, congratulations. Dude, thank you. And like this, the other thing that I realized is I used to think like, okay, I'm super motivated by money. Like I just want to be rich. So I'm going to go to law school. Definitely going to make six figures. This is going to be easy, whatever. But mm-hmm. now I'm to the point where I'm like, I don't care how much I make, like as long as I have enough to sustain myself and not be stuck in an office for 60, 80, a hundred hours a week on someone else's terms, I will be happy. I need to go outside. Okay. I need to like have my own schedule. I just, and I'm not like, I'm good at law school. I get good grades. I've had an internship at the U S attorney's office. Like I'm a good writer. It's not that I'm like, Oh, I suck at this. It's just like, just because you're good at something doesn't mean you have to do it. Okay. It doesn't set your soul on fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, yeah. And I feel you too with the whole money thing because so many people are like, I just want to make a lot of money. And that's all that's pushing them. And it's so true that if you're in alignment with your true purpose, abundance is going to flow to you without you having to be stuck in a situation where you're not happy. Yeah. And another thing about the whole money deal is like, yeah, lawyers make a lot of money, but they also have a lot of debt, which that's a whole other thing. But I don't even care. Like the debt doesn't even bother me because I feel so much more freed knowing like I will pay it off and my life is, I'm going to be happy instead of stuck and depressed in an office. Lawyers are literally, the stats are crazy for depression and alcohol abuse and things like that. Um, But the thing is like with lawyers, there's, there's a cap on how much you can make. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously if you're working with like very wealthy clients, you can make more, but those are few and far between. And like as an entrepreneur, you can come up with anything mm-hmm. and the, there the are no limits. limits. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. And I always wonder that too, because 
you know, being a lawyer, I'm sure it's incredibly time consuming. So mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, you must make really good money, but then when do you have any time to do anything with it? Yeah, that's the thing. Is like we're taught, and this I think this was on, um, I think Sam Skelly said this. Maybe she said it at Pays to Be Brave or maybe mm-hmm. on a podcast, but she was like, yeah, we're taught our whole lives, like save, save, save for yep. retirement. And yep. she goes, fuck that. I want to be rich now. <laughs> hell yeah. I want to save for retirement. What the hell am I going to do then? I could die. I could die next week. Like, come on. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. Wow. That's just so incredible. And I'm just so proud of you for like showing up for yourself. Like you're just showing up for yourself and it's really awesome and inspiring to see. Dude. Well, first of all, thank you. Second of all, obviously you inspire me because you just moved to San Diego where I want to move. But also like I need to surround myself with more people like you Mm. that like tell me the things I need to hear. And like, you want to see, like, we want to see each other win. You know what I mean? And that's why Pays to be Brave was so amazing. Like it came at the perfect time. Yeah. You guys on the podcast, you've heard on the past few podcast episodes, you've heard us talk about Pays to be Brave. It was the most incredible female entrepreneur workshop here in San Diego held by our coach, Angie Lee. And she brought together like these rock star babes to just come on stage and preach to us that, you know, we can design our life and there is nothing holding us back except for ourselves. And it's so true. It's so true. And it's really fun creating your own life. But this also brings us back to community. This is another thing that we've been talking about so much on the podcast is how important it is to have a community. And that's just what Melissa mentioned. Like, it's super important for you to surround yourself with people who have similar missions. So if you're like, you might not be an entrepreneur. That's fine. We're still talking to you, right? If you're trying to get into the gym for the very first time and you're like scared shitless because there's all kinds of meatheads and you like don't want to look like an asshole, surround yourself with people who are a couple steps ahead of you and watch what it will do for your life. Yeah. I'm, I'm not kidding. Your life will change as soon as you find those people that, that think like you do and they see the world like you do, because let's just take, for example, so I'm from a small town and the, I mean, I'm not saying that like we were poor or anything like we were, we were very like, I come from like a middle-class family. Um, my dad works a blue collar job. He's also has his own entrepreneurship thing on the side, which I didn't even realize he, he's been doing that since. So he tents windows on cars. Hmm. He's been doing that since before I was born. And but you didn't even see it as like, yeah, yeah. I yeah. didn't even realize until like a month ago, I was like, holy shit. My dad's an entrepreneur. Holy yeah. shit. <laughs> yeah, so he, he works so hard. And like, I just, in the, in the big scheme of things, people in that town, I would say that the average income is just not super high. Um, there's a lot of blue collar jobs and everything like that. And so the people that are stuck in that town, because if you don't get out after you graduate high school, you're stuck. And and that's like, if that's what they want and that's what makes them happy is the small town life and you know, all everything that comes along with that, that's fine. Yeah. I just knew that like, I wanted to go bigger. So I went to a big university. I went to the university of Kansas and now, um, I live in Kansas city and now I know that I want to, I will be moving to most likely San Diego. Yay, I, can't I, oh I just want to like go bigger. And the thing is the people that are stuck in the small town mindset, they think that everything is good enough. Like it's okay. Like they don't make a ton of money, but like they're doing all right. You know what I mean? And like, I'm not saying everything is about money, but just life in general, like 
oh, there's just so much out there that you can like see and do and experience and like getting like outside of that comfort zone, I guess you could call it. It just does wonders. Like I don't have a lot of money right now. My business is not huge. I'm literally just starting. Some days I still feel like I didn't belong at Pays to Be Brave. But the thing is we all belonged there because we all needed that community. We see things as limitless we know like especially women empowering women like that is my jam um we're all just like yo we're doing this and you're doing this too like we're not letting you stay scared and sit back you're coming with us so like everybody we're we're on a mission to change the fucking world to change the vibration of the world yeah and just think like even a year from now five ten years from now 20 years the people on the outside are going to look at us and be like you know how the hell did they do that? Yeah. When they're still stuck doing things that are good enough or like just enough, like, Mm -hmm. no man, no way. I'm not going to be old. And there's that study, literally a study that showed people on their deathbeds regretted the things that they didn't do more Mm -hmm. than the things that they did. Like, come on, that's a no brainer. Let's take it from our, or our um, elders and put it into practice because the clock's ticking. And if you don't, you're never going to, you're never going to have like the right time to do anything. Right. But I know no such thing. Every single time that I have done something that I was like, I don't know about this. I have been pissed that I didn't do it sooner. Yeah. It's funny because time is actually a big illusion. Mm -hmm. So when people are saying that they don't have enough time I hear that as a coach. I hear that a hell of a lot. Time is a big freaking illusion. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's a big excuse that people use. And it's, it's true. It's, it, the time is now. And, you know, I am such an advocate for entrepreneurship. Like, as you guys know, I've, I've been an entrepreneur for seven years now. It's crazy to say. I'm like, holy shit, I'm coming up on 10 years. That's crazy. But it's the best decision that I ever made because I get to show up for myself and I get to design my life. But also, it's something that I've always known that I've had within myself. And there's definitely a lot of you listening right now who might connect with that. But there's also probably a lot of you listening right now that don't connect with that. And it's okay. It's totally okay that you don't connect with that. You still have a purpose. And think about it. This world could not run if everyone was an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. There's so many jobs out there that we need you to show up for. So here we are like preaching entrepreneurship, but if it's not for you, it's not for you, but we still are preaching to you to find your purpose and figure out what lights you up. Yeah. And I'm really glad you circled back to that because I know that entrepreneurship doesn't resonate with a lot of people, but like you said, the main principle that we're speaking to is find, like find your purpose. And it might take you three tries. It might take you 300 tries, but as Mm -hmm. soon as you find that thing, that's like, damn, like I'm good at this and I can actually make a change. It might, my best friend works in a hospital system, not as a clinician, but kind of, um, she helps with supply chain and like optimizing things Mm. and she loves it. And she is so good at what she does because she cares about like the patients, like how her plan of like how things are going to be stocked on the shelves and like how fast somebody can grab it in an emergency is going to save lives. Like it might be something like that. You know what I mean? And if you, once you find that thing, you grab it, you hold on to it and you run with it. And like you make the change that you know you can make because you were chosen, whether you are religious, spiritual or not, 
you were chosen for that thing. That's why you feel the way you do when you do that thing. And that's when you're going to see the abundance flow into your life is when you're really connecting with what it is that you are, you are meant to do here. (laughs) This, This makes me laugh. I was just thinking in my head when I first started like my gratitude practice years ago, um, one of the things that came to me randomly, and I think about it all the time, is I wrote down in my journal, I am grateful for trash men. <laughs> yeah, literally. I am so grateful for trash men because this world has a lot of waste and I could never picture myself being the one to deal with trash every single day. But what would we do if there wasn't people who showed up to help us take care of our trash, right? Yeah, exactly. It sounds silly, but it's true. Yeah. all right so let's switch gears a little bit and let's get more into fitness Mm -hmm. so let's let's chat about fitness because you know i'm so passionate about helping women feel strong and fucking empowered Mm -hmm. and i think such an easy way to do that is to get into a little practice of showing up for yourself at the gym whether it's two days a week three days a week I definitely wouldn't go past six days a week, but showing up for yourself and working on getting a little bit stronger. Yeah. Okay. So here's the thing. And I'm, I literally just made an Instagram post about this this morning, but sometimes we tend to make this whole fitness thing so much more complicated than it actually is because I know myself, like I personally track macros and I do that when I am prepping for a show. I do that in my off season. That's because I work with a coach um, and that's just how we do things. And I personally enjoy it. I enjoy the structure and macros work for me. They work for everybody because um, they're science-based, but mm-hmm. in terms of like, you know, um, actively choosing to track macros, that is something I enjoy. So that's mm-hmm. what I do. It's not for everybody. But the thing is, um, I, I think like in terms of always moving forward and like showing up for yourself, you just have to realize that like, just start simple because you don't have to track macros. You don't have to track a single freaking calorie. You don't have to weigh your food. You can literally start out by making simple choices. So today my three tips were, you know, you're probably not drinking enough water, which of course that's like the baseline building block of like health and wellness. Like, okay, yeah, we get it. We need water to survive. But do you realize that a lot of people are like perpetually dehydrated? Um, so true. Literally. And like, I'm not saying there's like a hard number or a formula. Everybody always asks, you know, how many ounces is my body weight? I don't care. Just drink, (laughs) drink enough water. water. Generally, I would say close to a gallon a day. I know that's a lot for people that don't usually drink it. Don't go all in one day. Cause then you're going to get, you're going to feel sick from the water. You're going to be drowning. Just work your way up. Yeah. Work your way up and like water it just benefits literally every physiological system that we have. Mm -hmm. So there's one easy way. My next tip was stop drinking your calories. Okay. The next time that you go through the drive-thru or you swing in the gas station to pick up a pop, which (laughs) I call it pop because I'm in the Midwest. Pop, (laughs) The next time you pick one of those up, look at the nutrition label. They usually have like 200 to 400 calories. Like that's insane. The amount of sugar. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I was with my friend's son like a couple months ago and he was drinking Fanta, like the orange soda. Mm -hmm. And I looked at the label and there was 76 grams of sugar. I nearly had a heart attack. I don't even need 75 grams of sugar in a day. Yeah. And like, don't get me wrong. 
those drinks, they're pretty tasty, yeah. but they're empty <laughs> yeah, they calories. Are. They're not they're giving you AF. <laughs> yeah. They're not giving you any nutritional value. What about Starbucks? So I, I don't know if you all are familiar with the Instagram account, but it's called the macro barista yeah. and he posts like lower calorie versions of the drinks at Starbucks. So if I go to Starbucks and I'm like hardcore, like I'm dieting, I will just get like a coffee with sugar-free syrup because that's mm-hmm. zero calories. And then yeah. I'll add, um, I don't add cream and I just add sweetener or whatever. And that's I literally love, a zero yeah. calorie drink. I love the sugar-free cinnamon dolce at oh Starbucks. I get, I really love getting Americanos, which is pretty much espresso and water. And then mm-hmm. I get the sugar-free cinnamon dolce and it's like guilt-free instead yeah. of like the peppermint mocha, frappuccino, mm-hmm. mochaccino, whatever. Yeah. That's and like killing you. It's so easy to replace. Like I actually had the cinnamon dolce for the first time, like so last good. week. Game I usually just go with vanilla and I was like, oh, okay. Like this is fun. Spicy. It's like a new yeah. thing. So people don't realize just how, how easy it is to drink your calories. Like just, just stop doing that. Make smarter choices that are lower calorie, not because it's like the trendy thing to do, but because like you want to, and I'm telling you this can be easy and you want it to be easy. So let's make it easy. So something you just said made me think of another little tangent. Um, you just said like, Ooh, this is fun and new, right? So one of the things that I've noticed through my journey, and I'm sure you can attest to too, is if you really want to see results, like if you're at a point in your life where you're like, I want to see these results. I want to lose this last 10 pounds. I want to get rid of this stomach, whatever it may be. You've got to be willing to be a creature of habit. You can't Mm -hmm. just have a million different flavors all the time because it's, you're not going to be able to track that in any way. So mm-hmm. like I pretty much eat the same exact thing every single day and like yeah. I'll switch up little variables here and there, but like I'm a creature of habit because I know what works for my body and I stick with it. Yeah. And you know, what's funny is I think everybody has to go through that full circle. So when you first start out, um, with a diet, you're very anti meal plan. You're like, Oh no, no, no way. Would I ever eat the same thing every day? And then you, if you go into flexible dieting or tracking macros, then you start to come up with all these crazy concoctions and recipes that you can make fit your diet. And it's awesome for a while, but then you're like, man, that's kind of exhausting. And then when you're eating a lot of different things, just day to day, you're your systems are just, they're never going to be very consistent because they're of like the sodium. Yeah. Yeah. The sodium content, the water content, it's all going to affect um, how you're looking, how you're feeling and how much you weigh, obviously. So then once you get past that, you're like, well, now I'm just going to start, um, you know, keep like making things a little bit more simple. And so I personally, and this is how you structure a balanced meal. You choose a protein, you choose a carb and you choose a fat and probably throw a veggie in there as well. Yes. So that's just how I structure my meals now. And I kid you not, I. I am essentially on a meal plan without even trying because I just eat the same stuff every day. And it's stuff that I love, like my Vans waffles. Okay. And then on training days, I always have um, tacos before I work out. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. it's just a a full circle. Hell yeah. And then like I do little things to switch it up, but like I still eat my protein. I just switch what type of protein or how I cook it. Like I'm still eating chicken. Sometimes I have it baked. Sometimes I have it shredded in the crock pot. Yes. Even like down to like my oatmeal. Sometimes I'll have old fashioned oats. Sometimes I'll have steel cut oats. So I'm not changing much, but I'm changing like the texture, you know, I'm changing like the flavor or something like that. Um, But yeah, I'm definitely a creature of habit and it's how I can live fit. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's just become a part of me. 
Yeah, it's funny that you say the thing about the oats because um, these last couple of weeks I've been picking up the variety packs of mm-hmm. the lower oh, yeah, sugar I saw that. oats. Yeah, I saw that yeah. in your story. Yeah. And so every night, like if I want a different flavor, I just switch it out because yeah. the the calories and the macros are essentially the same. Yeah. So. so that's like a big piece of advice. Like if you're if you feel like you're stuck and you have not been making results, it's probably because your body's just craving consistency. Yeah. And and sticking, like figuring out what are you going to have breakfast, mid-morning, lunch, mid-afternoon, dinner, figure out what works for those meals and just stick to it for like a week. Yeah. And literally, especially with food, um, just because you're, you have to eat like so frequently, um, day to day, usually they say, you know, they say it takes 21 days to form a habit. But like Melissa just said, like after a week of eating essentially the same thing every day, you'll be like, wow, this is easy. Yeah. It's not that bad. And, and this is a whole nother component. It's all about your fucking mindset here. If you're telling yourself, oh, I'm so sick of this food. No shit. You're going to feel sick of the food, right? Understand that food is fuel. And how bad do you want these results? Like if you want these results, then eat the food that you're, you're putting in front of yourself. Like yep. appreciate the food that you have in front of yourself instead of complaining about like, oh, it's so boring. Yeah. And that's the same thing with like, literally if with food, if you put it in front of you, then you have no excuse to not make it happen. You know what I mean? So just make the simple, smart choices, put those balanced meals in front of you. You'll do it. When you go to the gym, if you don't want to go, just get in your car and drive to the parking lot. I'm pretty sure we talked about this last time. Yeah. If you're sitting in the parking lot, you're going to go in. Mm -hmm. If you get in your car. Yeah. yeah. Unless you're like very sick. Yeah. And just, you know what I mean? It's not that, it's not that hard per se. Some days are harder than others. I'm not going to lie. Like, some days I'm tired and I don't want to go, but I just like a robot. I just tell myself I'm a robot and I get in my car I'm and suddenly I'm there. Yeah. I'm just there and I'm like lifting and like mid lift and I'm like, Oh, this isn't so bad. You know? Yeah. I like- and some of your, some of the times you don't feel like working out or when you're going to have your best workouts, it's just, mm-hmm. just how it mm-hmm. goes. But I'm the type of person, like I'm so no excuse, especially if I'm like really like getting ready for something or I want to be feeling my best. If I in my mind, I'm like, oh, I really don't feel like going to the gym. I might not go to the gym, but I'm sure as hell doing some kind of hit workout at home or I'm putting on a YouTube yoga video. Mm-hmm. Like no excuse. I'm getting my movement in no matter what, whether it's in my bedroom or at the gym. Yeah. And even if you, even if like the thought of that is just so terrible, I was listening to a previous podcast, Melissa, mm-hmm. where you talked about having dance parties. Oh yeah. You yeah. Just put your music on. And even if you feel like an idiot, just move a little bit and then you're going to start feeling it and you're going to move a little bit more. A little bit more. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just it's up from there. (laughs) So I am obsessed with Spanish music, which is so funny because I don't speak Spanish, but like I'm obsessed with it. So I have no idea what they're saying, but I love the beat because it doesn't matter what they're saying. I feel the beat and I just like start moving and I can't like put on like bachata music without like kind of like moving, you know, and it's, it's true. Yeah. And not only is it going to help your heart rate, but it's also, it elevates your mood. It just raises that vibration when you move. Oh yeah, exactly. Dude. Fun fact. When I took Spanish, um, we learned some songs in Spanish, like Disney yeah. songs. So yeah. I'll sing them for you sometime. Yes. I can't <laughs> wait. <laughs> you guys wait until Melissa lives here in San Diego. It's going to oh. be wild. 
literally I'm, 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 I, I'm getting there and I'm walking into your apartment. We're going to hug. Then we're going to have a dance party yes. and I'll sing you the Spanish yeah. song. <laughs> oh my gosh. And this is another thing that I was going to give you another piece of t- advice. This, this sounds stupid and I, and it might be stupid, but I use, and I know Melissa feels the same way. I use Instagram to hold my ass accountable. So if I don't feel like going to the gym, I'm going to go to the gym and I'm going to put on the, you know, the, the Instagram story where it records you <laughs> in free mode and I'm going to record myself because then like it gives me purpose. I'm like, all right, I made it to the gym and now I'm going to share. Yeah. Share with others. Right. Yeah. And-, and I'll do the same thing at home. Like if I don't feel like going to the gym, if you see like yoga posts for me on Instagram, it's maybe because I didn't feel like going to the gym and I want to keep myself accountable. So I post that I'm doing yoga. <laughs> Yeah. And like, so for me, every single day after I work out, um, I do like, that's when I get on Instagram story and I talk, um, some days, you know, I'm a little, it's awesome. You guys have got to go listen. It's fucking awesome. Um, I'm pretty much the weirdest person out there. So if you ever need a good laugh, I just, think that's why we love each other so much. <laughs> just go to my Instagram. I have a highlight. It's called act a fool. Yeah, um, it's awesome. you'll get some good laughs, but yeah. So every day after I work out, that's when I talk and I'm, I'm spazzing out cause I got a lot of energy and I'm happy. And honestly, over the years with Instagram, even before I prepped and stuff, like Instagram was like my, it, it still is like my playground because I see everybody else killing it. And I'm like, well, I want to be a part of that. Like, I want to kill it and I want to contribute and share my thoughts. And so that's, and it's fun for me. So that's just, that makes it a no brainer for me to show up every day and, you know, go to the gym or whatever the case may be. Yeah. Instagram is such an awesome tool. As long as you're not using it as like comparisonitis, right? Like so yeah. many people get stuck up in that, but as long as you're using it to like fire yourself up and not knock yourself down, it's a really powerful tool. I love Instagram. Yeah. So let's chat a little bit before we wrap up about mm-hmm. motivation. Yes. This is just like a question that I love asking people because I know so many of the listeners are tuning in because they need this fire. But yes. what do you do to like keep yourself fired up, keep yourself on track? Like tell us a little bit about what you do. Yeah. Okay. So I will say first off, this gets easier with time, just mm-hmm. like anything. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously in the beginning, like I've been there and I have not forgotten how hard it is when you first start. Um, I'm not going to say that I've ever like struggled with being overweight or anything like that, but whatever, you know, size you are, how much you weigh is irrelevant because everything is relative, right? So any beginner is going to have a hard time. And those first 21 days are going to be the hardest. But I promise you, if you are a big planner, um, someone who likes to have a written schedule, put a chunk of time in your day. Uh, obviously take two rest days a week, I would recommend or more. Um, you can start out with literally going to the gym once a week. That's better than last week, right? When you went zero. So start small, implement, just carve out that time for yourself. Because if you do not affirmatively do that, then you will not follow through. And you wouldn't, you wouldn't like let your best friend down if you carved out time for them. Right. So don't let yourself down. And the same thing with talking to yourself. Don't talk down to yourself because you wouldn't talk down to your best friend. You wouldn't stand in front of your best friend and be like, that outfit looks like shit on you. You shouldn't be wearing a crop top. Like you look terrible. You would never say that. Right. So Mm -hmm. don't say that to yourself. And then kind of once you figure out what a routine looks like for you and, um, you know, what feels good and what's manageable and sustainable. Obviously I don't want you to go like, 
you know, all in the first week because you're not going to, you're going to quit. You know what I mean? So once you figure that out, my biggest piece of advice, which I kind of came to this realization a few days ago is I don't want you to quantify your best. Okay. Because as soon as you put a number on your best, you're kind of setting yourself up to feel like shit if you don't reach that number. And so my example that I like to think of is maybe last week I got five sets of 20 for a certain exercise. And I was feeling really good because I had like eaten a lot of, you know, calories that day and I, my energy levels were good. And then this week I can't even do, I can't even do one set of 20. Like I only got 16. Well, if I quantify that, I'm like, well, I failed because I couldn't do as much as I could last week. But the thing is, what you should be striving for is being just giving your best. And your best today might not look the same as your best last week. Yeah. And so if you just remove the numbers and the hard rules and the quantifiable you know, aspects of that, you are going to be in such a better headspace when you know, like, hey, I gave my all today. Like, I could have just sat on the couch and not done anything, but here I am at the gym, and I still got 16 reps. Like, damn, like, a year ago I couldn't do that, you know what I mean? Yeah, so, there's no reason to bum yourself out. There's just no, it's not going to help get you anywhere. Yeah, so I don't know if that makes sense or not, but that's, I really just try totally to focus mm-hmm. on, like, the big picture and, like, kind of a softer side of things. Yeah. I, I I mention this all the time too. I think I mentioned it in yesterday's podcast too, but the compound effect, you do a little bit and it adds up to a lot over time. So just, just mm-hmm. show up and be proud of yourself for showing up and, and stop getting stuck on the little things. Yeah, literally. And that's, that circles back to sometimes we just make this way more complicated than it even is, you mm-hmm. know? So don't overcomplicate it. Yeah. <laughs> Don't overcomplicate it. That's awesome advice. Yay. This has been so fun. Yes, I'm super excited. So. You need to come on all the time. Can you just be like, dude, like host with me? <laughs> we just need to, pl- the Melissa's. Yeah. Um, the Melissa, we, Melissa squared. <laughs> we honestly, yes. And, and squared. Yeah. We just need to plan out like the content and I yeah. am more than happy to. Yeah. I want the it. listeners hitting us up and letting us know what we should talk about because it's so mm-hmm. helpful. Like it's fun for us to come on and talk clearly, but it's even more fun for us to come on and talk with a purpose and a mission. And if there's stuff that you want to know and you want to hear, we want to hear it so that we yeah. can share it for you. And we were talking before we came on here today that like we, we definitely have a lot that we want to share. We have a lot of knowledge that we feel could help people, but it's so hard to remember that um, things that seem simple to us might be something that like you as the listener, I've never heard of before. So definitely give Melissa feedback on what you want to hear. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you so much for coming and sharing with us. I'm super excited for you. Four more weeks, right? Four more weeks. weeks. That stage. Yeah. That's going to be the best feeling ever. Uh, well, thanks for having me. Yeah, thank you. And hopefully we can record again here in San Diego together. Oh, yeah. It's in the plans. <laughs> thank you. 
If you're still tuning in right now, hell yeah, you're the real MVP. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode. I hope you absolutely loved it. Melissa is so much fun. But seriously, if you're loving this podcast, show me some love on Instagram. Help me spread this message. Screenshot you listening to the episode, tag me, share it with all of your friends who might also love hearing the Beautifully Built mission, and give me the opportunity to shout you out on Instagram. I love being able to share that you're loving the show on my Instagram story as as well too. So if you'd like to be featured, definitely make sure you tag me. Thank you guys so much for just coming here, showing up, allowing me to have so much fun sharing my vision with all of you. So I appreciate you so much and I will catch you on the next episode.